this evening's subject matter is what we image for ourselves is image for us. What we image for ourselves is image for us. Now, just try and understand my language. Try your best to understand my language. I know sometimes I don't speak like the today people, these modern, I'm old school. So try your best to understand my language. We have, are looking for five readers today. The first reader is Genesis 2 and 19. Genesis 2 and verse 19. The second reader is 1 Peter 3 verses 8 to 10. 1 Peter 3 verses 8 to 10. The third reader is Luke 10 verses 17 to 19. Luke 10 verses 17 to 19. The fourth is Isaiah 43 and verse 25. Isaiah 43 and verse 25. The fifth is Matthew 18 verse 19 to 20. Matthew 18 verse 19 to 20 and all these scriptures speak to this evening's subject matter. What we image for ourselves is image for us. And also the law that creates bondage could, could as easily create freedom. And I ask you a question, can we see good where evil appears to be? If we can, then we can remove evil. Alright, so let's, who will read for us this evening? Go ahead, don't be shy. So Sister Allison is going to read Genesis 2 and 19. Genesis 2 and 19. Thank you, Sister Yvette. First Peter 3, verses 8 to 10. Prophetess Ioni, Luke 10, 17 to 19. Prophetess Suzanne, Matthew 18, 19 to 20. Ah, Sister Sherilyn, you're going to do Isaiah? Yes, Pastor Gloria, Isaiah 43, verse 20. Beautiful. Thank you, woman of God. We're just welcoming the Holy Spirit here. Amen. As we get started, and then we're going to start with the readers. Just welcome the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Live inside of me. Welcome, Holy Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Live inside of me. You're the living water. You're the living water. Never drying fountain. Never drying fountain. Comforter and counselor. Comforter and counselor. Take complete control. Take complete control. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. We are in your presence. 
with your power. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Live inside of me. Amen. Amen. All right. So we will start with Sister Allison, the first reader, Genesis 2 and verse 19. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Amen, amen. Thank you, woman of God. God bless you so. Well done. As as the readers read the word of God, I want you to listen because every scripture is applicable to this evening's teaching. Next we have Sister Yvette and she's reading from 1 Peter 3 verses 8 to 10. 1 Peter 3 verses 8 to 10. Finally, be all one mind having compassion one of another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrariwise blessings, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. For he that will love life and see good days let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Amen, amen. These words are important. I didn't make them up. These are the words of God. Amen. God bless you, Sister Eva. Thank you so. Next we have Prophetess Ioni and she is reading Luke 10, verses 17 to 19. Luke 10, verses 17 to 19. Luke 10, verse 17 to 19. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I behold Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you the word of the Lord praise be to Lord Jesus Christ now I hope you're listening to the word of God because it's all speaking to this evening message amen I didn't make this up this is what and that is Jesus speaking to you Amen. That's Jesus speaking to you. Now we have Sister Sherilyn, and she's going to read from Isaiah 43 and verse 25. Isaiah 43, verse 25. I, even I, am he that blotted out the transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. The word of the Lord. Praise be to the Lord Jesus Christ. You hear it? You hear what he's saying? 
he blotted out his transgression not for your sake for his sake and he will remember he's not going to remember them why are we remembering them why are we so troubled amen thank you woman of god next we have prophetess susan and she's reading matthew 18 verse 19 to 20 matthew 18 verse 19 to 20 Matthew 18, verses 19 through 20, here begins. And I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth, as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Here ended the portion of reading. Matthew 18, chapter 18, verses 19 through 20. Praise be to God. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. So you guys heard what the Word of God is saying. You hear what the Scripture is saying. All right, so let's get started. Let's get started. I'm going to go slow. I'm going to go slow because I want you to understand my language when we live in obedience to the power which is over us we shall be able to consciously direct the lesser conditions that are around us now you you heard it in the word of God the word of God supports this statement. So when we live in obedience to the power which is over us, we shall be able to consciously, consciously do it, consciously direct the lesser conditions that are around us. Adam was permitted to name all creation. And man was supposed to exercise an authority over all that is below him. This means his whole physical environment, of course. So what happened? But this power was abused. And the experience of lack, sickness, and limitation fell upon humanity. Now, Adam symbolizes every man's experience the story of Eden is the story of human evolution whatever the image of thought is set there the power to create resides hear me somebody listen remember we be speaking from a spiritual perspective wherever Wherever the image of thought is set, there the power to create resides. Understand that. Wherever, be it good, bad, or indifferent, wherever the image of thought is set, there the power to create resides. God, if thou seest God, thus, if thou seest thus, can we see God? good 
where evil appears to be? Can we see good where evil appears to be? If we can, then we can remove the evil. When we bring a lamp or a light or a flashlight into a darkened room, where does the darkness go? The darkness come neither did it go. When we bring a lamp into a darkened room, where does the darkness go? The darkness neither came nor did it go anywhere. It never was a thing of itself, merely a condition. Hear me somebody, understand spiritual works here. When we bring a lamp into a darkened room, where does the darkness go? The darkness neither came nor did it go anywhere. It never was a thing of itself, merely a condition. And we have power over conditions. All right, let me see if I, I'm going to tell you a story right here. Because I said we have power over conditions and I want you to understand that. I, I'm going to use my husband. I tell you guys this story many times before, but let me put it in this context and you will see what I mean. Pastor Boyce and I run St. Zoe Parish Church. And you, Pastor Boyce, have a heavy schedule because he has services every morning and then on Sunday, then Pastor Boyce is the one who deals with the bishop and 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 deals with the church we have a physical church as well in conjunction to the online so he has a lot of schedule i have my job too i'm a pastor but in and since Zoe Parish, Parish church i'm an assistant pastor the pastor boys so i have ministry work that i do as well plus i have my other supportive work that i do for pastor boys but i'm also a wife I'm also a, a mother and a grandmother, and I also have to run my own house. So, so at times, at one time, I was feeling a bit overwhelmed with all the different responsibilities, the church responsibilities, the functions that we have to put on for the church, and, and my house duties, and all the other things that I'm dealing with, and so on. I was starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed. and. Pastor Boyce is a man, and how he says, he uh, he has true house allergies to grass, so he ain't cutting no grass, he's truly. And then there's the snow to move in the snow time, and then there's laundry to do, and then there's, there's cleaning of the house, and then there's cooking, and then there's the dishes, and there's all these other things. And I start to feel overwhelmed, and the only place I have to go to to get a resolution is to my heavenly father and father god says I, I, when i feel overwhelmed who i take it out on pastor ralph he didn't do anything but he gets in the brunt of whatever i am feeling uh, so he perplexed well what did i do now tell me i could fix it what do i do but i can't really say 
what he did because he didn't really do anything. He's just being his normal self. I'm feeling overwhelmed. So my heavenly father spoke to me and he said, count them as allergies. All what you find, Pastor Boy is lacking in, count it as an allergy. Because if you count it as an allergy, then you wouldn't feel as if um, he's not helping or anything like that. He has an allergy. So I start to see all the responsibilities that I need help with and I wasn't getting as a form of allergy. So I say he has allergies to cutting grass, he has allergies to cooking, allergies to shoveling snow, allergies to doing laundry, allergies to vacuuming, allergies to dishes. And as I start to look at that, look at look at it as a form of condition rather than a personal attack on me, the situation starts to resolve itself. All of a sudden, Pastor Boy see a very nice guy in the area who could do cut the grass for us, so I no longer have to do it. And the guy also come and he does the um, the 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 snow removal. And then our old dishwashing machine went, and we get this new fancy dishwashing machine, and Pastor Boy stick a liking to it. Now he is looking after all the dishes. He's packing it and emptying it and and all this sort of thing. So what I am saying here, what I am saying here, the darkness neither came nor did it go anywhere. Pastor Boyce is still the same Pastor Boyce. But no, we don't have a problem. It was never a thing of itself, merely a condition. And we have power over conditions. You see, it's not a thing with Pastor Boy. I saw it as a condition. And when you see things as a condition, you have power over it. The light is greater than the darkness. Nor has the, the darkness any power over the light. If you keep your mind stay on negative and blaming people and you will always see those mishaps in your life in your experience because that's what you focus on focus on God and you see God focus on dust and you see dust the light is greater than the darkness no the darkness has any power over the light it has none the darkness is the great denial of the light but it really did not delight the light for where the light was the darkness was not we got to do the shift consciously so we could see the beautiful experience in our life let me see if you could understand what I'm saying the darkness is the great denial of the light but it really did not deny the light for where the light was <coughs> excuse me the darkness was not by merely being in the light the darkness vanishes into 
and nothingness by merely being in the light the darkness vanish by merely me coming back to the light and seeing these things as conditions and not about I can't get no help da 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 feeling overwhelming all this nonsense by merely being in the light that darkness vanish and all what I needed came about this is the power of reality over seeming opposition or apparent separation by just being in the light it vanishes over the darkness dissipates over an unnothingness the, but sometimes we need some skills in order to get us into the light i was definitely in the darkness if i see anything like this person helping me feeling overwhelmed that's darkness nonsense father god says see it as allergy as i see it as an allergy i therefore see it as a condition so that that i still have the same volume of work all of a sudden it's not a problem and then all, all, and 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 then i start to see a different experience I get somebody to cut the grass, I get somebody to shovel the snow, uh, and and now I don't have to worry about no dishes. Just by shifting your consciousness. The relationship between the individual and the universal mind is one of reflection. Hear me somebody, you got to understand this. because we like to blame our condition on outside circumstances too much the relationship between the individual and the universal mind is one of reflection that is what we image for ourselves is image for us what we image for ourselves it images for us Hear me. You can understand that? What we image for ourselves, it images for us. Then it follows that the very law which creates bondage could as easily create freedom. If you could get that, then you'll realize you're not stuck at all. Because the very law that creates bondage could easily create freedom. The divine intends freedom for us. But the very fact that we have creative thought and that we are real individuals presupposes the use of our create creativeness in more than one way. So our creativeness is reflects in more than one way because we are individual with with individual choices we can sit in the shade or move into the sunshine it's up to you we have choices we can sit in the shade or we could move into the sunshine sitting in the shadows we may not really believe that there is any sunshine because we sitting in the shadows so we may not believe that that there's any sunshine but the sun will be there all the time 
and all the time we are in bondage, the real freedom exists. Are you following my crazy logic? We have the choice. We can sit in the shade or we can move into the sunshine. Sitting in the shadow, we may not really believe that, that there is any sunshine because we ain't seen it. So we ain't seen it, we ain't believing it. But the sun will be there all the time. And all the time we are in bondage, the real freedom exists. It is there, but we must awake to it. It is there. But we must awake to it. The law of mind as quickly creates one from as another for us as we must allow the patterns of our thoughts to become molded from the highest sense of reality we possess. We have to allow our thought our thought patterns get molded. So we have to watch the patterns that we are forming. We have to watch what we are thinking. And we have to create the highest sense of reality we possess. Create the highest sense that we can. By giving our complete attention to any one idea, we automatically embody it. Whatever idea that is, by giving our complete attention to any one idea, we automatically embody it. We attract to ourselves the objective likeness of this embodiment because we keep focusing on it. The thought becomes a thing. The mental state takes on form, color, and temporary reality. We outwardly experience our state of consciousness. But since the apparent without is merely a reflection of the within, which is, the, which is its cause, what we most need to do is to start with the simple proposition of creative power of thought and form this inner recognition known that circumstances are formed and held in place. What thoughts, ideas, concepts playing around in your mind, those are the thoughts, ideas, and concepts that you get to experience. If we believe in suffering, we shall suffer. Life responds to us in the way we approach it. Life responds to us in the way we approach it. We should choose that which we wish to embody and by constant attention to it, take on all its characteristics. Let us choose to be identified with power, with love, and beauty with peace and happiness. Let us identify ourselves with abundance and with success. The objective form to which we give our attention is created from the very attention which we give to it. 
the objective is but the reflection of the subjective state of thought. Life is a blackboard upon which we constantly, consciously or unconsciously write those messages which govern us. We hold the chalk and the eraser in our hand but are ignorant of this fact. What we now experience, we need not continue to experience. But the hand which holds the eraser must do its neutralizing work. I will blot out their transgressions and remember them no longer against them. You hear me? We read it in the scripture. That's what the scripture said. I will blot out their transgressions and remember them no longer against them. It was written by one who saw the board, the chalk, and the eraser. Life is a motion picture of subjective causes. What is the screen? And the figures real? Yes or no? What's on the screen? Is is it real? Real as figures, but not self-created, not self-perpetuated. Happy is the one who holds the projecting machine firmly in his conscious thought and who knows how to make conscious use of it. The will of God is always to watch that which expresses life and happiness. Know this. The will of God is always to watch that which expresses life and happiness. If, if happiness is not in your life, that's not God's will. That's something else. To suppose that the will of God could be in opposition to the advancement of our, of our lives will be to think of spirit as being self-destructive. It is always seeking self-expression through us. I will never deny us anything. The law says that if our desires are destructive, we shall suffer from them until the lesson is learned. And what is this lesson? It is simple. That the universe is one and never two. It refuses to operate against itself. It is foolproof. The spirit cannot be or become antagonistic towards us. It is always flowing into us, ever expressing itself through us. This self-expression of God is also the self-expression of man, for the two are one. The I am is both individual and universal. All individuality merges into universality. All forms are rooted in one common creative mind. And the Spirit of God 
is the spirit of man. The practice, the presence of God is to awaken within us the Christ consciousness. Christ is God in the soul of man. The resurrection is the death of the belief that we are separated from God. For death is to the illusion alone and not to reality. God did not die. What happened was that man awoke to life. The awakening must be on the part of man. Since God already is life, we have to awaken. We have to awaken to that reality. To practice the presence of divine in others is to practice mental healing. For it is a recognition of this divine presence which heals. All the words used in the process, process of healing are for the purpose of building up the realization that I am in the midst of thee. God bless you. I'm going to stop there. I hope you get something from this. I hope I wasn't too abstract. I hope you get one thing. All I want you to do is to get one thing. And if you can get one thing, then I'm good. Just one. You don't even have to get two. Just get one thing. Alright, so let's see if we can hear from you. Let's see if we can hear. This, this, this consciousness expansion takes a minute. It takes, it's, a, it's not, a, it's not like a math, you learn one and one and two, a mathematical equation, it's an evolution, you evolve, there's no end, but you go from glory to glory, it's an evolution.